is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, everybody. What's up, guys? It's Kelly McInerney. And John Durnell. And this is IMDWE Quarantine Edition. Got a soundboard. We upgraded, you guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Pew pew. That was all those effects are needed to see to talk about this movie with the guests. I just like delaying it so long. Yeah, there's a lot went into this podcast to let you all know from the get go. This one might not be for the children um they're never for the kids they're never for the kids you know but definitely this time don't let them walk in on on this one uh but we watched back to the future part three yeah you weren't expecting that after we did that preface right exactly exactly you're like not for the kids why Hey everybody. What's up guys? It's Kelly. And it's John. And this is I am D Never confident because it's the internet. I'm like, it's gonna lag. It's not gonna sound good. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The people know that we're under quarantine right now. We're doing the special COVID episodes for them right now. So they know that things might be a little, you know, messed up as far as the audio. No, they get it. Yeah. You know who else gets it? Our guests get it. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. We get it. <laughs> straight, out, <laughs> straight out of Memphis, Katrina and Brian, what's up? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good. We're doing good. Podcast. Hey, that, we're happy that you're doing the podcast. You, you know, we've been to Memphis once before, uh, so we, we kind of know how things are going, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear how things are going in Memphis. What, what, what are you seeing? Uh, somebody told me that Memphis always drinks like their brother died yesterday, and mm. apparently they're just going to make it happen now, just out in fucking droves. Ooh. They're crazy. Wow. We got dark fast. They did get wow. dark Yeah, we did. <laughs> I was going to say we're doing fine, but <laughs> we're all not doing good, apparently. I haven't hooked my mom in three months, and these dudes are having beers with their bros and breathing on the waitress. I'm mad. Fucking. Mm. Uh, you, I thought this stuff was supposed to make you happy. Yeah, but you, I don't but do you this. you looked at me when you said that, and that's not what I've been doing that makes me feel awkward, even though no one else saw that. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. This is going to be like our first angry guest that we had. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally always me. <laughs> this is new for her. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, I don't smoke. I don't partake like twice a year, baby. So like my friend gave me some butter to pay me for a show. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you can't dose properly with edibles. Yeah. And I should have, the whole bagel was a lot. A <laughs> whole bagel. My word. All right. Well. Especially happy- butter. Butter's so tricky. You need a just a little bit. I made yeah. mac and cheese with using all that butter, and I needed more mac and cheese. After- <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, we did a cooking video. We we showed a 
hopefully an accurate amount of butter being used. You, you should go watch our video and see how much butter we use. <laughs> <laughs> those muffins those, are good. Those muffins were really good. I, uh, I still want to make some more in the future, but that's a different, that's a different podcast when we just spin off and do our cooking podcast. But we what are we doing tonight, Johnny Kelly? Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, we're, we're doing a we're doing a little Back to the Future talk is what we're going to be doing here. I hope we all watched it. Back to the Future Part Three. It's true. It's true. The best and the worst Back to the Future at the exact same time. I I mean I hope you're going to have a very strong argument for both sides of this because I know Kelly has a strong side for one. That's for sure. But I read some facts and I do like it a little. Like there's some sneaky things in it that I'm like, all right, I get it. good. For some you. sneaky things. Yeah. All right. Well, it's okay uh, like, if a movie sneaks up on you. Like they intentionally did. Uh, this is the only film where Marty says "Great Scott" and Doc Brown says, "Yeah, this is heavy." <laughs> right. I, don't know. I just thought that was fun. And every time Marty gets knocked out, Leah Thompson is always there and she tells him to be still now. Every right? movie. Yeah, that's something that happens in every movie. Another thing that happens in every movie is the scene where Marty goes back to the future that appears in all of the movies. Also, a yeah. tannin gets uh, a mouthful of shit in every movie. So that's, that's yeah, yeah, in every movie. Biff or, or some sort of tannin gets a mouthful of shit. Well, like by the time they were writing the second movie, they realized they had too much and had to break it into two. So they knew they were writing like one big movie. So it all, like all the continuity as far as it can go in a futuristic movie that makes none of the fucking sense. <laughs> well, well, after the second or during the second one, I think they just decided to throw everything away because they're like, well, if we're making more of this, we're going to have to ruin all of the stuff we claimed was important. In the first one. Correct. They actually filmed the second and the third movies at the same time. They were actually theatrically released about six, month, uh, six months apart. Yeah. Dang, that's cool. So it was, it, that, that was planned. All of the sense of like seriousness or like trying to be scientifically accurate, they just went, oh, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're yeah. going to call him Clint Eastwood. It's like the hammiest oh like, and calvin like, klein yeah he, i mean he was calvin klein in the second one and then clint Eastwood. so like i mean they were real hammy with that yeah like the, the adams on his fucking western frat like tassel shirt and pink pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just like fuck it let's go we're cartoon now let's mm -hmm. go oh definitely definitely cartoon he moonwalked in this um he invented the frisbee <laughs> Just like that song in the first right. one, right? Yeah. Well, I guess he did invent the song in the first one too. So, like he, I mean, Marty, Marty, and Doc definitely altered time quite a bit. No matter what they claimed they were trying to do to not alter it, I mean, they were screwing with it a lot. I mean, the thing that I love the most is I read something that said that at one point in time, there was actually four DeLoreans in 1955, which should already fuck up the space-time continuum when there's <laughs> literally four time machines, the same one, sitting in one time period. Like, it should blow everything up. I, I, I believe part of it, but you can't tell me Hill Valley has that many caves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Well, 
Well, they weren't all in the cave. Yeah, like four, four caves. <laughs> fuck you. No, there wasn't four caves. Like the, the like at like there's the cave Delorean. There is the first Delorean. Then there's oh, the Billboard Delorean. Yeah. Then there's the Delorean that Biff comes back in, and then there's the Delorean that they go back in to get the almanac from Biff. So there's four Deloreans sitting in 1955 at one time. Nobody like having like having to draw it for psychiatrists because everyone believes they imagined it. Like that's not real. Why? <laughs> but yeah, there has to be. But you know, there's like a crazy person in town that kept being like, "No, there's like a dull. I just saw another thing. It's a silver flying thing." They're like, "All right, man. There's no and like. It just went by again. Like <laughs> the doors open upward." <laughs> then I saw one when I was sneaking around in this cave a couple of months ago. <laughs> That's how I got the name Crazy Pete. The bear. <laughs> you know, I was there. It was yeah. Rubble, and there was a letter inside of it. One old man who's like been in a care home for 20 years, and these movies pop on TNT, and he just starts screaming. He's been nonverbal for 20 years, but he's like, That's it. I told you. I told you. And the nurses are just. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Get the orderlies. Is that really again? <laughs> so we call it chicken. <laughs> we find out later it's Dennis Quaid the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> well, speaking of you know this this lovely third movie, the western, which Kelly hates. We got this Western due to Michael J. Fox because like he literally went up to a producer and I guess was just like, yo, I want to be in a Western someday. And so they decided to write the third one as a Western because of Michael J. Fox. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for him because he probably didn't know how much time left he had like acting in front of the camera. Before. Oh, I got dark. <laughs> <laughs> Real shaky, shaky. Yeah, I'm being mean. While the iron's hot, I guess, you know. He wasn't great in scrubs later in life. Uh, <laughs> or still alive. You He's doing great voiceover work. I, I had no problem with him. And what was he in uh, that other sitcom? Was it like Spin, Spin City? City? Yeah. That was, yeah, that was before. That was Brian Lawrence worked on that and then made scrubs. Okay. That's how he got Jeff, James, Michael J. Fox. Anyway. <laughs> Does it make it like better? Like you like it better because it's an homage to the ego of a man? What? Or... <laughs> <laughs> wow. that Michael J. Fox wanted to be in a Western, so they were like, we'll figure it out. Make this boy a Western. <laughs> I, I mean, yo, I guess big props to him. Like, you got to be a star to be able to pull that noise. Like, you know, to be like, yo, this is what I want. And you're gonna make this work for me. And they're like, damn, Mr. Fox, all right, let's do this. You know, let's make a Western I mean, producer. Like Vin Diesel was able to pull it off. He was like, I wanna be on Mars. And they were like, We got you, Triple X. <laughs> I wanna be on Mars. That was not the same movie, I don't think. <laughs> I think it's pitch black. Triple X better though. Triple X on Mars. <laughs> What's the next one coming out? <laughs> He's driving cars and shit. It's like, where is this? The Fast and the Furious? That one works. What's going on? Like drifting. He's <laughs> drifting in like this, like space car. This is like, <laughs> I'm loving this. 
oh, they're going to find this tape and they're going to make this movie. And we're not going to get a cent. We're not going to get a cent. You're <laughs> <laughs> never going to get the prime Zoom. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So why did you guys pick this as your quarantine movie? Oh, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, we've been doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, where we just like live tweet a movie we're watching to feel like Fievel looking up at the same bright moon a little bit. Yeah. And this one was on the docket for Monday, but we were like, well, do we want to watch another one? And then I heard you guys doing your uh, past episodes, and I heard you on the Blazing Saddles episode say how much you hated Westerns. So I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not only were we already watching the series for the co-wash, but also Monday when we watched it was the 30th anniversary of the movie. Oh, really? Nice. So we were doing it at a very, at a great time. It was we, the longest of cons to, oh. watch, <laughs> up, to watch the movie with people on Twitter on the 30th anniversary. It was planned for years. Yeah, that movie's 30 year old, uh, 30 years old if you just want to swim in your own mortality a little bit. Just... Mm. <laughs> Thank you for that. That felt good. I really did. I really. I'm going to be honest with you. Watching the movie itself kind of shows me mortality because, like, you can see the aging of Michael J. Fox from the one to two and three. I mean, like, the face is completely di- like that is an older man in comparison to I, him. In the first see, one. I didn't watch the first two before this because I didn't have time. I wanted to like binge all of them, so I don't. He's always short. Well, yes, he's always short, but like, but like, he just like looks like a grown man that's short. Yeah, yeah. I like. It wasn't as bad of a western as I remembered it to be, and it could be because Blazing Saddles was fresh on my mind, and this is, I like this, this is no Blazing Saddles, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't think they used the N word once. Yeah, they did say Indian a lot. They did. They did do that. I was on the couch. I was like, oh, no, Marty. No. (laughs) Peoples, what are you doing? Yeah, and he was like, we're going to hit those Indians. And I was like, oh, mercy. Like, it's weird how we've all changed. Yeah. What was okay. Right. But what's awesome. Give the soft D. Yeah. He did not. He did not. He did not. He did not do that. And that would have really made it so that we couldn't <laughs> watch this. How they characterize the Libyans in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, well, it's true. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the only thing we have in common with them is, you know, we hate the metric system as much as they do. But other than that, I don't know. Where's my <laughs> rocket launcher? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, what's crazy is that the um, that drive-in theater they created it, and I the way I could really tell, like I read it and I saw that they did create it, but I could really tell is when they do the whole like he goes back in time. It's literally the exact same landscape. So I'm like, oh, that's not. So that didn't exist. Like they made that for the movie. So it's not a real theater. Can't go there. Man, I just drive-in theaters, man. What'd you say? Break the fourth wall, like you say. You miss driving theaters? No, I went. I just went to one. That's all you can do now is like go to drive-ins. Uh, the year of the drive-in theater. Yeah. They don't even have the Scooby movie out yet, though. They just have these weird old movies that. 
but it's ten dollars and it's a night out. Not old, old like, but like movies you've never heard of, like The Wretched. That's what I saw at the movie. Did you say there's a new Scooby movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Scoob. What? Yeah, they're yeah. like children. And Zach Efron plays Fred. He plays the voice of Fred. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not heard of this? Uh, well, because of COVID. COVID like shut you're living under a rock. Yeah, man. You got shut. It shuts everything down, man. Like, that movie was supposed to come out here real soon, but now it's not happening. You could buy it on Amazon. But I get watching the news 24 hours a day. I just miss out on Scooby Doo movies. Yep. Don't do that. You're going to get just, you'll just be in a miserable mood the whole day watching the news. Well, I don't have any free time. Be like me. I mean, why aren't you watching at least the. Like Cartoon Network a little bit with the children, or or is it only wrestling with the kids these days? No, it's both. Tonight we we did finish up Shira. Okay. Yeah, the new Shira series is great. You know yeah. what, man? I heard that by CNN. I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> like it's great. everyone is represented. It's super inclusive. It's fun. It's all about friendship and differences and tolerance. It's it's wild. It's beautiful. All right, I want to check out Shira. You've heard it here, also. On CNN and IMD Weed. Check out Shira, everyone. Sounds it's getting the coverage, so hopefully they'll be able to come back. But it's real gay. Like, there are a lot of. Remember that time Shira broke her sword and then Doc Brown sent Marty back? Yeah. So the sword before it was broken? That's... What? That never happened. And I guess. But speaking of the future four, no. Right. I guess we can get on the topic of uh, the ladies. Uh, Let's talk about Elizabeth Shue making it. Because she wasn't in the first one. Oh, no. I'm just. I was ready to talk about Mary. She's my girl. We can get to Mary, too. We we definitely got to get to Mary because they wrote the part specifically for her, I found out later. But uh, Elizabeth Shue makes it at the end of the movie, uh, finally, because she was left on the porch. For a little while, um, so apparently. Did she play Jennifer? No, so. she wasn't Jennifer in the first one. She was okay. only in the second and the third one. Because I was uh, like, she doesn't look familiar. But I have, I think I seen the first one more recently than the second. Right. Which she also had like more of a role in the second one because like she passes out, she meets her old self, she passes out again. You know, <laughs> so, like she had more of a role. Um, but now in this one, she just wakes up on the porch. Um, and I guess is technically, according to the internet, seven hours older than she was before. Uh, technically, I think Marty is like 15 days older than he Too should much be. science fan stuff with his Back to the Future. Let's just Why would, appreciate it, you know? I, wanna, I just want to bring up the fact that Marty would probably smell like dog shit when he came back from the 1800s, and she didn't, like, mention that at all. Like Actual horseshit, yeah. Uh, like, like... Like, he would have smelled awful. And she was, like, just like, oh, thanks for kissing me. Let's go check out the train tracks. And, oh, no, here comes the train. Listen, like, how, how did Doc pull that off? Because that was so much longer later. Like, how did he know they were going to come back to the wreckage then? Like, how did he know to bring the train? He's a genius. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's I the a better answer than that. What? I mean, at that point, you better tell me he's got a tracker on Marty because this is ridiculous that he knew exactly where he would be right at that. Because he had, he had done the race that he didn't do with Flea. 
He also like went to go pick her up. He had to walk home because the DeLorean was ruined. But like, he how had did he know so much it? time. Look, he right, had Go ahead. I really love the mental image of Doc Brown just continuously just, like churning into that track 20 minutes late and then like a day early and just going, oh, come on, kids. We, we got to do it again. <laughs> See, because how he's pulling it off. That like, he's I'm, like, trying it, trying it until he finds it. I love her answer the best. I love, I love it. He's just, he kept trying and fucked up. And he finally got it right. And that's the take we get. That's the one we see. I'm take, if you will. They met Doc in the time train after the botch race with Needles, where we would have run into the Royals Royce, correct? This is correct, yes. So, Doc Brown sending him to the future and back to the future too to save himself and save his kid from making a mess, but knowing that the reason why he ended up being a dud in the future was because he got in that wreck with the Rolls Royce and hurt his hand, couldn't play guitar anymore. Doc Brown was so much being attentive to his needs that he went back and looked up exactly when that happened got to that point, knew that he avoided the race, met him down the road where he met him with the train. It was all plotted out over a very long thought out plan. But I don't feel the train was the same road as the race. Like, I feel like that's different it's parts not, of It's not. later in the day, but he knows where Marty's gonna go. He knows that he's gonna go <laughs> rem reminisce know, about the delight. He knows where Marty lives. Wait a second. Talking very in love? Because, like, why don't you just show up at his house? That's that fucking dream. He had a time frame. If he showed up and he wasn't there, you know what he did? He went back and fucking did it again. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's what I like. Dude, he got it right. That's the 58th take, but he got it. <laughs> you guys, there's a funny <laughs> fake trailer cut for Brokeback Mountain, but it's just Back to the Future, and it's Marty and Doc. <laughs> <laughs> when you sit there in love. Oh Man, well, you know what? You know I mean, that photo of them at the at the clock—that looks like love. It's a different kind of love, you know. I mean, I think Doc would have in if Clara didn't come into the picture, which wow. they got real close real fast. But I get it. I guess the olden times, you just hook up soups fast, and you're like, "We doing this? We having kids?" Well, well it's nothing you know, in the West, man. Uh, I have I have some issues with that because like all right, so in the time before he goes back to like save Doc whatever, on his tombstone it says beloved. Like you only knew homie for like five well, days. Brian's gonna know the answer. <laughs> that, oh, also it was a small town. I could have put the Undertaker being like, Does anybody have anything to say about Doc Brown? And they all hated him. And she was just like, Oh well, write something nice. Like it was never a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's possible, but I was just like, yo, this this is some real deep love for a week's worth of love right there. Like, I mean, come on now. You couldn't find another. I mean, first off, you only found this man because you almost fell off a cliff. Well, so it's like, you know how the quarantine one day feels like a week? Maybe that's how, like, love is. In, in the, the 1800s? <laughs> <laughs> Bonding is all happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to wear those heavy clothes all the time. They're going to just be straight bone. You know, it's hot in the West. I'd rather just smash Doc Brown than walk around with that. <laughs> wow. I'd rather smash Doc Brown than wear clothes. Guess yeah. that's how you get saloon girls, I guess, back then. They were like, look, it's it make too it better or more difficult to watch him make that, like, panicked face he makes? Oh, yeah. You think that's his own face, too? 
<laughs> why, why is that? Why is that his own face? Do you think he says "Great Scott" when he comes? Great. <laughs> oh, that's awful. What does Doc Brown say when he comes? Oh, man. A normal person. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I think he says "Eureka." That's. I think it's too funny. <laughs> the buildup is just damn, 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 <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> or maybe that like scream that he does, like whoo, like that, like maybe that. As. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he comes. That's ground come right there. He looks yeah. like he's never aged in these movies. <laughs> like you say, Michael J. Fox did. I'm like this guy. He looked that he looked that way for like 15 years in my head, but I know it was like just three movies. But he looked that old 10 years before that as well. Like that's the fun part of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's true. Ever. Yeah, that's that just a big gag in the second one where he like gets out of the DeLorean and sees uh, Marty for the first time. And he's like, looks older, and then he pulls it off. He's like, oh, I just didn't want to scare you. I got, like, rejuvenated or regenerated, got a bunch of <laughs> surgeries. So he wouldn't have to wear old man makeup. Right. <laughs> 20 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he was thinking in the future. He was like, look, if you're going to make me do two more of these things, I'm not wearing this shit. So. You think you'd dye your hair, though. I mean, you look, I don't know. I guess not. If well, you have good skin, you don't have to worry about your yeah, hair. Yeah, he trying to silver fox it. You know, like, there's another level of game. When you look fresh like that, and you got that silver hair, you know, like <laughs> it's a new, it's a new level, you know. Bold move. Yeah. Besides, we always trust scientists with uh, white hair, don't we? It's, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're wiser. Or, or if they're from certain countries, I won't say which ones. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Do you think they're listening? They might be listening. I don't know, man. You know. The Germans, so. Let's get the, more. Let's get the more. Germans have strong ties everywhere. Look, they got us into space. <laughs> the Russians. You know, I mean, they took some of them too. You know, they, 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 there's a split during the World War, but we don't need to talk about that. So, that's a, that's a, this movie, sorry. though, it starts out, he was like, wait, Doc was stuck in the past, right? I mean, he wasn't stuck. He didn't want to leave. The past. No. Oh, okay. Because, like, let's be honest, he, he had the DeLorean, and he had apparently the technology, or at least the understanding that oh, he could brain. put something together, because he had fuel in it. You know, he just didn't want to do it. So. Wasn't it, like, plastic parts? Like, you can't get plastic parts in the old West? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something about plastic, because he had fuel. So, he, like, he just couldn't, like, I guess, do it safely. So he was just like, fuck it, I'll stay here and live out my time in the old West. Yeah. And then the of Marty showed up. And he had to save him. Right. But gave it all up. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I didn't like That's meaning there was two DeLoreans in 1885. So some like crazy ass like <laughs> hillbilly on a, on a horse found a DeLorean too, man. Like this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they just put him to death. They just left him in the desert back then. He didn't even go to a home. Yeah, you got exiled. She's like, I'm done with you. You live out your days in the desert. <laughs> I wrote so this one timeline. They're terrible. They're just leaving a swath of pe crazy people to be institutionalized for a century and a half. <laughs> what monsters. <laughs> 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 
One note I wrote randomly when I was stoned was, leave your baby with the stranger you're worried about. I think that was Leah Thompson giving yes. Michael J. Fox the baby. He's like, you dummy. I guess you, you care about yourself, but not your baby. He was great with right. the kid, though. So right, great. yeah, she also, did seem a bit strange with that kind of being like, oh, who's this shady character? But yeah, left the baby alone with him. Like, yeah. Also, with the fact that his grandmother or great-grandmother, great-grandfather look exactly like his mother and father, like there's no way that those bloodlines are not a little thin by now. Right, you know I mean? well. Let's well, be honest, mother- Michael J. Fox just wanted to be in a Western and he wanted to do an Irish accent. Yeah, he went, he went. <laughs> He just went in there with a bunch of demands, and they were like, God, what was Make he on work. last night? What was he <laughs> on? Teenage <laughs> girl, I want to be an old Irishman. <laughs> Make my fans something. Uh, okay, Mr. Fox, it's been written. It's been written. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, that means that, I, but it doesn't make sense because that's the McFly side. So his mother's, or his great grandmother shouldn't look like his yeah. mother on the other side of the family, unless all the McFlies have a thing for a certain looking type of lady, which exactly. then means he really dodged a bullet by not sleeping with his mother because like he <laughs> was exposed to trying to hit something that looks like that. <laughs> so like, good on Marty. <laughs> like he, He's amazing, like, man. He's... At least he switched it up and got Elizabeth Shue and not Leah Thompson for him. <laughs> First, a hundred years not to sleep with Leah. <laughs> the strength of heart, the heart of a lion, my man. <laughs> oh man! Oh, all the all the many flaws and and great things about this movie, you know. Like, I mean, because like, there's going to be issues again with any time travel movie, and then there's also going to be issues with the fact that you want to make certain things keep happening in each yeah. film, you know, like. There's always got to be this Biff problem, which, let me be honest, uh, what was it, Thomas Wilson who played Biff? Is that I right? only know him as Biff, John. Come right, on. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Biff, uh, like, man, was he not a good actor through that trilogy? Because, like, I feel like each version was a different tent. Like, you know, like, he really, like, made them each unique in their way. Like, he, yeah. Like, I, like- I was... So why did he stop acting is what we're wondering now. Who knows? Like, it could be a family thing, kind of like with uh, Rick Moranis, you know? Like, you know, he had family things, so he stopped, you know? Like, no, you never he know. was in something. He just played a coach in some, or like a... He was a the coach on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, was he in that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah he was in Freaks and Geeks. That's he did play the coach. He's excellent in it. He's a good actor. And no, he, he is a good actor. He created a bunch of different tannins that all, you could tell they were all related, but they were all very unique and very related to their, their time that they were in. Right, and they, were, and they all felt different. Like, even, like, old him and young him, like, you could tell, like, it's crazy. He's been a coach in, like, four things, and does Rebo, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Coach Lawrence, what is, oh, no, Troll Hunters is also Coach Lawrence. I guess it's a troll thing. All right. Oh, well, Anna in a show because there's a lot of kids work good for him good for him hey you know checks a check and he's clearly a character actor like he could be different characters like so why not like I think mostly coaches, 
hey, you know what? He could be a different coach each time and have a little different quirk with each one, you know? <laughs> like, he's got the one coach that was actually successful in high school, and then there's the other coach that was always struggling to make the tea. You know? <laughs> it's like the idea that he's typecast as a bully, which equals a high school coach. It's about the same. It is yeah. about the same. <laughs> They're going to be gym teachers. <laughs> Only if they can't make the force. Yeah. I know, yeah. All right, all right, Well, we had a great cameo in this movie of ZZ Top. They uh, they made it into the film. At some uh, point, the director tricked them into playing for like two hours. They're right. Like, Could you just play these songs? We're trying to get the cameras rolling. Right. Well, yeah, they said the cameras were broken for some reason. So then people started making requests. And then two hours later, which I mean, come on now, ZZ Top. Why were you? Why did you think it takes two hours to fix a camera? Like you've made music videos. You've been on sets before. It'll take two hours to fix a fucking camera. You just get a new one. It does. What was the song in the second one? Because first one was Power of Love, Huey Lewis, right? Mm -hmm. I went through all of them a little bit. Okay. Yeah, because. Just like, we're going to just use that one. And this one, we're like, we're switching it up with some ZZ Top, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Huey Lewis in the news doesn't make sense in the 1850s or 1880s, but. They needed uh, ZZ Top does make sense in 18. <laughs> <laughs> ZZ Top was just having fun. They were like, yeah, you guys are a great crowd. Sure. I'd love to play legs again for you, Bob at Craft. <laughs> I'm sure also some other things were probably influenced because let's be honest, they're filming this. It's a nighttime scene, thus meaning they're probably up all night, meaning they're probably dipping into the powder part of the budget. So they're probably doing a lot of that all night and drinking and just having a good time. We're trying to get a movie here. We're trying to get a movie made here. Right, right. It's about funny. Yeah. Just back in, wonder back in, if Michael J. Fox has done cocaine. I, I don't want to think that. No, he definitely has. I know, but I don't want to. Th- he's a good, oh. he's the, he's like the Mr. Good. I don't know. He's like my childhood hero. If that, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Robin Williams is another one of your childhood heroes. And he was yeah, doing that's a song where uh, they snuck booze. So in the first, getting back to the first movie, when him and his mom are in the car and he takes the nip off the flask in one of the takes they actually put booze in the flask and like the face he made and the spit he made was pretty legit well yeah because you've been probably drinking water the whole time and then like you know you're now actually taking you're like whoa what the oh shit you know like you know that's gonna catch you off guard because at that point you're no longer acting that's that's the party hard though I don't know how hard he did, but I know that he worked hard and sometimes you need a little extra boost because he was constantly going from set filming literally all day. Like he was doing like 18 to 20 some hours of filming straight because of family ties and Back to the Future and shit. So what sleep are you getting? So you're probably going to have a little fuel. Red Bull wasn't invented yet. There's not enough coffee in the world. Nope, nope. but. But there is Columbia, it's which Robert Columbia. Zemeckis mentioned in a movie right before making Back to the Future. So you kind of put those together, Kelly. We might have something there. Robert <laughs> Zemeckis party? Yeah, he also did the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> he was just snow in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> snow everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
not even being subtle about it. Jesus, right? right faces. Right, man. <laughs> I can't believe Tom Hanks is a part of that. Tom Hanks probably What did you say? Anyway, I think that's my one. That's my one. And I'm like, nope. My brain just shuts off. Nah, in the 80s and Splash and stuff, I feel like he was a... Before he became our Tom Hanks. What? Like the high collars and the hair, so much cool hair. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's making that collar stand up. All right, fine. Tom Hanks did coke. You got me. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't a lot of convincing in that one. I (laughs) win. Has win. <laughs> and the Coke has it. Is Christopher Lloyd still alive? Yeah. yeah. He is. Oh my word. Don't kill Ooh. that man off. No, I'm so like he's <laughs> killing it, dude. He's trying to visit his name. Nobody yeah, said anymore. I think he's doing voiceover for something right now, maybe. He was remember. in NCIS this year. Oh, so there you go. So he's definitely alive. And he's got like Six, seven things in production? But he's not as old as you think he is. Yeah, I, don't, I think you're right. Because, again, they put the aging stuff on him in the first ones. To, and so then when they review, like, so, like, he's in the second and third one, he's actually about as old as he really is. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then also, he just looked the same age. Like, you know, some actors just look the same fucking age. Mm-hmm. It's true, like Morgan Freeman. Like, I was going to say that. It's like, homie has been an old black man. <laughs> For so fucking long. Like, I mean, that man should have been dead long time ago for how frail and old and black he looks. But I don't know, man. Like, yeah, me the school lunches and shit. Yeah, he must have been like 37 during Driving Miss Daisy. Because, like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, he's just still going. Just at the same speed. Right? Yeah. He's just, you know, I was just. That's how Morgan always was. <laughs> I wish I could say he aged. Right. I mean, that's a good thing. Just not aging. Yeah, if you just hit, hit a point and plateau, I mean, whatever, you know? Unless be we better, find out what deals he's made to get it. Mm, yeah, well, if the deal is a bunch of money and fame, I guess I'll take that deal. <laughs> Mary, Mary Steenbergen has looked the same forever, too. Like, yeah. all three of the people in this movie have not aged. She well, always... She was 25. She already looked 35. She was only 25? Like, I don't, I don't remember. No, yeah. I, don't, I mean, she was... But she wasn't... Yeah, she wasn't as old as she seemed in the movie. And what's funny is that, like, definitely Christopher Lloyd was much older. It was, like, about a 20-year yeah. gap between them in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn. He's probably, you know, stunted his growth by devoting all that time to science. Right. I'm surprised his voice still worked, you know, with all that nuclear work he was doing. Like, I was like, because there was no Viagra in 1885. So, I like, know, we I, didn't hear the kids talk at all. So, like, we don't know. Well, and also one of them was a perv. Do you see how he does it at the end where he, like, fingers you to come look at his penis? Do you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed, you see that shit at the end of the movie where that little pervy kid's like, he fingers the camera towards him and then he points right at his dick. And I'm like, how is that the best take? How was that the best take? 
Did it like in every other take? Did he just straight up grab his dick or pull it out? Like, how was that? Like, the only like, chance I'll be on camera looking right? at it. They're like, at least this time he kept his dick in his pants. We're gonna have to keep this one. God, he's just a child. He's he, a ch- but he did it. This child did it. He literally, when they're zoomed in, he think, he knows they're zooming. He's like, come look at my dick. He does this. That kid does it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was a weird finger curl. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's a weird, and he points at his pee-pee. Brian's making me look at it right now. <laughs> yeah. Look at, yeah, but look at the look in his eye while he look does at the, it. Yeah, he's looking right at the camera. That's, that's the thing. It's not the fact that he does it. Like, look, 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 look at his face while he does it. He is breaking fourth wall. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, every other take, he must have just been pulling out dong. And they're like, oh, God, at least he kept it in. Just keep this one. Keep this one take it. <laughs> the child doctors, we got to send him home. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost, it's almost nightfall. And he won't keep pulling out his dick, so we're going to have to take that one. Everybody's on scale. <laughs> oh, not paying these teamsters anymore. <laughs> Jimmy's got to go get his fucking kid. Just cut it. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I mean, I don't think that kid ever worked again. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe they... Maybe they missed it so the other they were just like, we've cut three of these goddamn things. I've been working on this movie for 47 years. I don't care. I don't no, care there's anymore. no way that that's acceptable if you notice that. There's no way that's acceptable. Uh, he's probably just like, nobody's going to notice this. And then John is the only <laughs> one. How do you not know? This. I wouldn't have noticed if the camera doesn't zoom at that point. Like, the camera literally zooms, and then it's like, like what the fuck? Kids, like, look at my dick. I mean, not to say that I wouldn't have been that kid. On this and point my dick out to everybody, and no one will ever know. Thirty years in the future, John Dernell is the only <laughs> person in the world to point out that this kid. It's hey. always been on a mission to murder you the whole time. You have to get this cutting on the airwaves, right? Yeah. Well, he and won't get years. to me in time. He won't get to me in time. People and will hear about this. <laughs> for years, he's just he has a Google ad, Google search thing. Back to the Future 3 whenever somebody mentions it. So he's going to listen to this podcast and be like, finally, they know my dick. (laughs) My little, my little dick. It's not like he's a grown man or anything. It's a fucking pervy child. There's no way you're pointing at a dick and you think it's little, though. That kid thought he was... For sure, they're gonna see it on the camera. <laughs> like they check, he thinks he's showing us a bulge. Yeah, boy's like, I got meat. <laughs> Maybe he's got a half chub. He's like, check it. Oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> What's up, Melissa in seventh grade? <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue now of Doc Brown's child has gotten so great. <laughs> I don't even care about the other one, the older boy. Fuck him. You know, he was, he's that interesting. <laughs> so it worked. You're going to get flagged for so many other reasons now. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm on a list now. We're Kelly, we're on a list. We talked about a child's penis for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and called it me. <laughs> oh, God. 
I don't know if I want to go door to door. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Oh. Else we need to talk about. It. <laughs> I think we hit the hot spots. I think we hit the hot spots. <laughs> I feel bad leaving on that note though. <laughs> Yeah, we can't. Well, we we could go to fun fun fact. Fun fact. fact. Just hit the whole audience. Daniel Evans, the actor who played Vern Brown, the kid who pointed at his dick in Back to the Future Three, only appeared one more time on IMDb as a character on one episode of Erie, Indiana. Wow! And that's your career, kid. That's his career. Point out your dick. Well, I wonder if he pointed out his dick in that one, too. They're like, kid, the career's done. It's done, man. You gave him another chance. And you just couldn't stop pointing at it. <laughs> There's a lot of creepy shit in that movie, so. Yeah. Eerie. Yeah, it was eerie. And he was just like, he was the, he was the eerie pervy kid. I don't remember that episode. But <laughs> probably only had one air. And they're like, we can't show that again. Yeah. <laughs> Like the blacklist whisperings, you can't you can't hire old dick pointer. Old <laughs> dick pointer. That's how they call him in the casting offices. DP. Oh, he's the he's the DP. No, no, no. That's what we call him That's because call. <laughs> because he he's a dick pointer. <laughs> he's he's a old dick pointer. Oh, <laughs> I still think my favorite point of this whole podcast is Kelly's like, yo, he wouldn't point at it if he didn't think he was <laughs> Well, you don't. You're not like, hey, <laughs> Oh, man. This is how we're going to be remembered. I know. <laughs> not I mean, all the other quality content that we provided all evening long, but that's oh, how we're going to be remembered. God, you're going to be remembered. That's for sure. That's for sure, Brian. You will be remembered. <laughs> well, we... Since we um since we're on a topic, I don't know. We do we're fuck up. Mary Kill. Uh, we, do do that. we do. He will not be involved. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. I, that's why I was like, it's a, yeah. a weird transition. Let's we keep them up. all of age. We keep them all of age. To kill the child pervert or. <laughs> <laughs> You, must, you definitely have to kill the child pervert. It's not it. The third one is not it. Yeah, you can't. Oh, God. So. Unless you don't get caught. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Lord. Oh, we're on the list now. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I guess we... I mean, we have we have a lot of characters to choose from. I guess we could do all male and all ladies in this one. You know? I guess so. Yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, I guess for our males, we got Marty, Doc, and then uh, the Tannen. Who is that? Biff? That's Biff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fuck Biff. Okay. And I'm gonna marry Marty and kill Doc. Why? Doc's crazy. and He's gonna cause me problems. Marty seems like a decent guy, and Biff seems like a hell of a fuck. Yo, I do, I do like that, you know, and I like the logic behind it too. So I, I'm, I'm going, with, I'm going with that that exact answer because again, Doc's bringing shit around that I don't need, you know. <laughs> you can't be having this motherfucker pull up again. That's right. 
He's dealing with terrorists all willy nilly and shit. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I want to fuck that because I want to see his, his dick. You want to see his dick? Oh, because his offsprings got huge meat. You think he? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I was thinking scientifically. <laughs> Because he's a scientist. Okay. <laughs> Mary Marty, kill Biff. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> I don't remember the line. I don't remember it. It was back there somewhere. <laughs> the what? The line. The, uh, we've crossed. <laughs> the line? Oh, we've, we've, oh, we've well crossed it. It's been destroyed. <laughs> You know, it's been destroyed. Um, but oh, yes, it's time for your decision on this fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, I have the same as Kelly for different reasons. I just oh. want to fuck Doc because I feel like he's been some places, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, if he's out here fucking in 3025, like, what, what interesting news does he bring? Uh, you married Biff and then you learned to make him afraid. <laughs> Party. What? You break him? <laughs> Kill Marty because that kid cannot follow an instruction. Oh wow, wow! It's like you gotta you gotta break him like a stallion, huh? All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm scared and rightfully so, but like not for that reason. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm scared under my own fruition. I wasn't trained that way. Great. Well, that's good. That's good to have your own fear. We also saw him in uh, previous movies, like, Biff functions all the way up well into, like, his 70s. True. He's got all the, the ladies in his hot tub. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, does, he does seem to be, you know, doing all right in that department, even though he was really fixated on Marty's mother. But he seemed to still be smashing. So, I mean, I guess, you know, there's always well, that. He was rich, right? That's why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 when he was rich. But, you know, he still seemed to be, you know, pretty grabby, you know, because when we saw him in the, like, the second movie, he seemed to be, like, you know, real handsy, even on the regular streets. So I'm going to guess when you get that handsy, you're going to find some fast girl along the way. So I'm just saying, like, you know, it's just, you know, <laughs> the man's just grabbing at everybody, apparently. No one seemed to be, you know, saying anything. And so That man grew up in the 1950s. He doesn't know any better. Of course, well, it's true. So we're we're gonna give him a mild pass, but uh, we got we got to do our puff rating scale. Everybody took that way too seriously. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no. even in the 1950s, you could say you didn't know any better, even though a woman literally threw shit at you and said, "Fucking stop it," and they could be like, "Oh, didn't know." That yeah. was the 50s. That's how yeah, that worked. We weren't equal back then yet. Yep, yep. Those were the 50s. You know, those were. We aren't equal back now. Yeah, yeah. I... We're not gonna go. We're not gonna go. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, we got a, a puff scale that we got to go through. We got to rate this movie one to five puffs. One, of course, being a bad movie. Five puffs being like, you know what? Every day, all day, that's your jam. What are you gonna give this third Back to the Future? Three puffs. It's good. It's not as good as the other ones. Mm. All right. 3.5 puffs. It's a delightful romp. Why do you have to do that to me every time? Is this your, <laughs> is it your favorite one? Favorite Back to the Future? No, I think two is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, two is definitely my favorite. 
Two was yeah. Elijah Wood's first movie. He plays one of the video game people. Kids. With a colander on his head. Yeah. yeah. Didn't spray paint it or anything. It was just a fucking call, like out of the sink. Right. And, yeah, and, and yet he gets all upset. He's like, I got to use my hands. Homie, you got a, on your head a cup. No, no, dude. No, you can't. You can't be that kid with some shit that you found under the sink on your head. Like, I don't know. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> Uh, but for me, I'm going to give this movie, I'm going to go probably three and a three and a quarter puffs. Again, it's not my favorite Back to the Future. Uh, it's the, my least favorite of the three, if we're going to really be honest with ourselves. I mean, I hold two and one and then three if it's on TV and I'm pretty high and I can't find the remote. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen it enough. I know the movie, but it's not. You know, if I have a Back to the Future to choose, it's definitely not that one. I feel like that's how I am with most movies. But I've heard that Indiana Jones 3 is actually really good. But I haven't seen it in so long. But that's the only exception. Like, Austin Powers 1 and 2. You don't watch 3. Whatever. <laughs> you don't watch 3. That's what I usually do. I just, I'm just like, I'm done. I watched the first two good ones. Boom. Like, this one, too. I haven't watched the third one in so long. It was as I thought I was going to hate it more. It was fine, but it made me just want to watch Elf or Step Brothers <laughs> or any other movie she was in. Right. Well, you know what I didn't like? Though? The mom of Will Ferrell. <laughs> what I didn't like is that she was upset that Biff offered to sleep with her for $80. And she found that to be inappropriate but i mean saloon girls went for 50 cents at that time period so for 80 dollars, i feel like that i mean he's like she's looking for love dog not much i know, I know but 80 bucks you know for some loveless sex in the 1800s <laughs> what is her price then what do, you, what do you think her price is what do you think clara's price is i mean it must be in the like five to six hundred yeah, range yeah yeah, like she seems to be, she's she seems steep, you know. And I mean, at that point, you know, that's why she rules. Good for her. I got you. She did have an expensive telescope. What? Yeah, she had a telescope habit to fill, man. Yeah. She How did that shit make it from that cliff though? Like that shit fell over. I don't understand that. Like that she shit, everything blew up. Yeah. They did mess up time because she was supposed to be dead, right? That's why they named the ravine after her. Oh yeah, they messed up time a lot. Yeah. Anyways, I'd give it two puffs. That's what I would do. There you go. Yeah. Oof. Fine. But I That's do. Harsh. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to watch it for another 10 years until I forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, yeah, it is still the worst one. Just check it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, yeah. I just didn't have the heart. Like, I feel like the first two had a lot of heart. And like, I, I know we're at the end and I'm just defending why I hated it now. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the, the first, the second one is when they had fun playing each other older and younger. And now they were just like, yeah, just be Irish and old. Like, I'd feel like it was less, I don't know, less care. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Just tying yeah. off all the loose ends and trying to like cram in as much sufferential stuff as possible to like have it done. Yeah, and make everybody happy. Let's have this love interest for Doc. Let's have him have kids. Like, come on. Big dick. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, no. 
Oh, I thought we escaped that. <laughs> I can't escape it. I can't escape it. I cannot let my mother listen to this one. This one, I'll be like, Mother, I don't care if you like Back to the Future Part 3. You cannot listen to this shit. <laughs> Gonna make a radio edit for my mom. It's gonna be this long. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was like five minutes. Not much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Well, thanks so much, guys. It was super fun. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to see you guys too. Absolutely. Yeah. Good seeing you too. Until next time. Hey, John. What's up, Kelly? You want to watch a movie? Yo, I just want to get high. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.